0: Welcome to a Halloween episode of the Clubcast, a podcast about pop culture and social commentary from an Asian-American perspective. I
1: had no idea this is the theme of today's podcast. I'm your
0: host, Garvin Marvin Yue, along with my co-hosts. Um, what's your Halloween name?
1: I don't know. You should give me a heads up. I could have come up with something awesome, but terrible.
0: Jever Kang? <laughs> Like Cleaver, but...
1: I think I'm Beavers. <laughs> Minjeever Chang, okay.
0: How's it going? Welcome to our first ever Halloween episode of the Collabcast.
1: 39?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Episode 39. Joining us this week, all the way from the spookiest place in America. Is Essentially it? our version Is of... Is it? It's the American <laughs> Canada, really. But... Yes. It's, but that,
1: that makes it spooky? I had no
0: idea. We're scary, man. Okay. The woods, the moose... Anyways. the
1: passive
2: aggressiveness makes it scary. <laughs> <up there.
0: laughs> Our guests today are Mei Li Yang and Saimutka Vongse. Did I say that correct? Right? Close no.
3: enough. No. <laughs>
0: close enough.
3: Welcome you, to the you, podcast. Um, you,
1: well,
2: thanks for having us. Yes, yeah, thanks. This
0: is Mei. They're about to correct me on my pronunciation.
2: This is Saimuk-da.
0: Okay. Yes. Apologies. yeah But you also go by no, Mooks. No, okay. I do. Is I that like Mooks, a defensive yes. thing so that people can pronounce your name better or do you just prefer it?
2: Um, that's my stage name.
0: Oh. I have
2: uh that's my spoken word poetry name.
0: Okay. Very cool. Yep, it's your rap name. Your performance name.
1: That's my rap name. My street name. <laughs> my alias. The name is going on her EP drop in 2016. Yeah. I don't know. I'm making stuff up.
0: Um, May and Mooks are friends <laughs> of our friend Naomi. And they're poet, playwrights, writers, organizers from uh, Minnesota, and um, we're going to talk about this later. But they have a two-woman show coming up soon. Yeah, Is it already playing? coming up? I should have done more research. Sorry.
3: No, it's okay. We had we had a show in Minneapolis, and we're restaging it in St. Paul this week. Okay. So.
1: Amazing. Cool.
0: Those are the Twin Cities.
1: Those are the Twin Cities. We learned so much about yes, yes. Minnesota. <laughs>
2: From from
1: Dr. Co. <laughs> from Dr. Co. She she is the, the PhD. foremost
0: the foremost authority on the Ottoman Empire in the United States. O-
1: Ottoman Empire That's and right. all things Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh my goodness. Well, welcome. I'm glad I'm glad to have you guys on. Naomi speaks so highly of all the things that you do. We looked at your video, which we'll talk about later. Um, but yeah, glad <laughs> to have you guys on.
0: Yeah. So how's um? What are your guys' Halloween plans? It's Saturday. this <laughs> year, show. The like, show.
1: The show is the plans, right? We're doing really? our
3: show.
0: Yeah. Oh, like I you, said, should have done more research.
1: Are you? Are you? Um. Are you guys no, dressing okay, up? No, we're, we're doing, doing
3: our show. Nice. <laughs> and then we're gonna go to an after party at a uh, one of the local arts organizations is hosting a yeah. Halloween party. We talked
2: one of our. F- Friends into throwing a Halloween party yeah. so that we could go to one. Nice. Yes. Because <laughs> we didn't have any Halloween plans. That's We're so not going to throw it. Was like,
0: that's so, always the best one. That's when, what like, we're doing. Yeah. You know, amongst your friends, there's always a friend with the party house, right? Who they just like either they yep. love throwing parties or they don't, but they just have the biggest house. So the parties happen there, anyways.
1: Right. Honestly, if you're a yep. good producer, I say that you find the venue. It's okay. It's the same thing. Find the venue. So find the friend with the best house. But then you also find your most sociable friend, the friend that would be the best host. And you could just say, "Hey, we're so and so is throwing a party." It's all. It's all very good social manipulation. But you could also call it you're producing a great event because you don't want to do it. You just find the right people to do it
3: that's what we did we drink wine and we said yeah you should do your party we will come by (laughs) (laughs) so he did (laughs) so he threw one and and now yeah he's doing a party he has a space he's got beer he's got games and we're just going to show up after our shows and chill
0: so these days what does your halloween party look like it's still like the keggers with the shots or is it like just fine wines from a box you know, or is it level up from there? fine wine oh, from a bottle because oh. you know sometimes you want to be classy. <laughs> not
2: oh, on I don't. I don't. I don't drink fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not
1: part of who she is. I drink Guinness, Marvin. I drink Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so alien to me. This is like I went to. I was a total non-house party person. Like my Halloweens involved paying a buttload of money in San Francisco to go to some stupid club or like the Regency Ballroom or they'd always have a huge city hall (laughs) party. I did the Castro once, which was like, that was amazing. And then like Vegas. Those are my Halloween parties. I would really, I very much like to attend the house.
0: That's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're a larger scale, but they weren't that fun.
0: And when I was younger, we would pay off our neighbors by giving a bottle of wine and movie tickets say you should take the night out. You what know? Do
1: you, oh, to who? To your to, neighbor. our,
0: to our neighbors uh-huh. in college. Uh huh. And then we would throw a big ass party. Oh. <laughs> because then they wouldn't they they wouldn't be home till maybe one or two.
1: And then wouldn't call so the cops. so they wouldn't
0: anymore. call the cops until about one or two. Good strategy. So it Extends the party life over. Yeah.
1: College student. Well,
3: actually, if we weren't doing a show, Mux and I have been talking all year about getting friends together to do to to have a themed costume party. Where we we had already picked our theme, we were. Are yeah. you guys fans of Miyazaki? Hayao Miyazaki, he does Spirited Away, oh, House yeah. Moving Castle, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, we were gonna become Miyazaki characters. That's, yeah. Oh. I was gonna be Howl. Oh. and I was gonna be either Sophie from House Moving Castle or the Witch from Spirited Away.
0: No, when you say Howl, do the you same mean dress,
3: just different hairstyle? <laughs> hmm? I need to look this up now.
0: I almost thought you were gonna just be the Moving Castle. I mean, that's pretty, a pretty elaborate costume. <laughs>
1: That's ultra really creative. Yeah, that's ultra creative.
0: I would just be Torto because he's a fat cat. So it's not just like Pfft. it's just me with ears.
1: Oh yeah, you with ears. I want to see that. I would have the Parks and Rec themed Halloween party.
0: <laughs> see, it's been a while since I really dressed up. Last few times I dressed up, I just put on the most low key. Like I think one year I just put on dog ears. The other year I just put on like a fake mustache.
1: I really want Marvin to dress up as as. Ron Swanson. Why? Because it'd be amazing. I don't think so. It would be awesome. You'd be such a great Asian Ron Swanson. It'd be so fitting. Um, oh God! Wait. So are you? So you guys are going to an after party. So then you got to have a costume. So what are your costumes? That's like the question.
4: Well,
2: I last year I was um, the eleventh Doctor from Doctor Who, and uh-huh. so this year I'm thinking I want to keep the theme of a male character. So I. I'm actually not sure what I want to be.
0: You should come as last year's doctor and then in the middle of the party <laughs> I, change to the new doctor and say like you you like what is, it? Like, what is that? They like rebirth or something? I think I'll, yeah.
2: Maybe I'll go as like a goth K-pop star. Oh what? my god. You want
3: a K-pop? Well, maybe you and I should be twenty one.
0: But Do I don't want to be a guy. That's so last year. though. Uh, Minji did that last year. Be... She was K-pop zombie.
1: I was a K-pop zombie which I just said oh, really? I'm just a K-pop <laughs> oh. star. <laughs> So that's nice. Him. I love zombies. Anything. The thing is, I wasn't that big on zombies, but I love doing Halloween makeup. So zombies were perfect. And
0: oh, yeah. Minji's a giant wuss oh. when it comes to horror stuff. Like, yeah,
1: shut up. What? I don't like shit's it. It's funny. It's, see, I wish <laughs> I could find she it funny. You can't
0: even watch, like, funny scary.
1: No, I did watch funny scary. What? I saw Ellen send her assistants, her producers. <laughs> no,
0: I meant, like, funny scary movie, like, a horror. Like, I liked comedy.
1: Zombieland. I really liked it, and I was surprised, and I was very proud of myself after that. But otherwise, I don't try to subject – why would I spend money on misery? Why? Why would anyone do that? It's like a
0: giant throw ride.
1: No, it's not. It's misery. It's like me
2: saying I can't spend money on romance movies because that's misery.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We all have our things. See? We all have our things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I, okay, so here's a story. When my, bro, my older brother, who's like my hero, one of my best, best friends on the planet. When he was younger, he was very, very mean to me. And he took a lot of joy in scaring the bejesus out of me. And he literally, literally pulled me by my legs when I was, I think, like four. He pulled me into the living room where he was watching Chucky. And that scared me Like it's I had dolls too so That movie's it's, frightening It's frightening And like he did that He dragged me by the legs And made me watch Like I don't know what he did Like hold my head But I had to watch Chucky It scared the crap out of there me There
0: was a movie That really freaked me out as a kid Because I remember we were at a potluck At my parents' friend's house And it was a movie about like This doctor that makes you play Like It's like a maternity doctor He's giving you tapes To listen to while you're pregnant But then it's really like Sending subliminal messages To your baby that's and then scary. the baby comes out evil and starts killing everybody. Oh
1: my god. That was totally freaky. Why would you do that? I, Why would you put that in the universe? <laughs> See, that's just wrong to me. I think that's wrong.
0: I don't remember what name. I think Pierce Brosnan was in it, but I'm not sure. Some Shame Pierce on all of Brosnan them. Type Shame actor. on all of
1: them.
3: That's terrible.
1: <laughs> that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of. Stars. Well, I don't
3: really watch horror movies because, uh, you know, I have a relationship with ghosts, so I'm good. How do you have a Good. relationship? I want to know more about this. May, what does that mean? I'm a ghost magnet. They like May, to haunt me. Macy's dead people. Well, I, I I don't know. I don't know if I see them. I feel them. And I don't Whatever. Wow. We for actually real? walked by my haunted house today, huh? We did. Yeah. Today, totally by chance, we were walking down University Avenue. And
0: Yeah, you guys see this, by, every hero in Mugi's body just stood up right now. She's totally freaking oh, really? out. Yeah. Uh, she's afraid how of those.
3: people are. <laughs> Girl, it's daytime. I know, monkey, <laughs> but we're like we uh ghosts are part of our regular lives.
0: So. No, are they chill ghosts? Or are they like just like hanging out because they want to like you know just be around people, or are they like trying to like f with you? Like, are they like mean ghosts? Um
3: You know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I was. I haven't seen them in a long time because I live in a you know new house and all that stuff. So it hasn't really happened to me as an adult. But as a kid, I was haunted by like, things. Um I I don't know. I don't know if they. I don't think they were out to harm me. I think they were just making contact and I was afraid because, you know,
0: oh, you don't know that world. So they're like Sixth Sense ghosts like, and not as much like Paranormal Activity ghosts who are like just trying to like no, steal no, your soul. No, no, they're and not. Shit.
3: Yeah. But it's still pretty disturbing. I sort of think that something I always tell people, I think something I, I, made, a, I made a show, a performance art piece about this, actually. But uh, I, I think I was uh, haunted by dead children. But what? You know, either that or I'm crazy. So, I don't think you're crazy. Well, though people have. This. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go with the ghost theme so that I don't seem crazy and I could be marketable as an artist. <laughs>
2: you know what Lao people do? Lao people, if they're being haunted by a spirit, all they do is they put out a pencil and a notepad and they say, "Give me lottery numbers." <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're here help that's, me out man that's what a lot of people do it <laughs> this is so interesting because i feel like if i ever encountered a ghost which i hope i don't and um but i feel like i would i would have like a long therapy session with them like why are you here what are your what were your unfulfilled what's your needs? unfinished business yeah what are your unfinished business
0: these days it's probably like uh, i never hit clear on my internet history and <laughs> you help me out before my wife finds out <laughs> what i was doing <laughs>
1: That's so funny. I was actually so funny. So if you guys didn't know our lovely guest, um, I, I am also an actor, and I was just part of a really quick short film last Friday, and and I thought it was hilarious. It was a really funny theme. I, I was I didn't even know what it was about, but I just said yes because I saw my part, um, and it was about a girl who um, is in communication with with dead people with ghosts and then if for some reason she can see them they bug her and she's like leave me alone it's a comedy
0: it's based on May's life actually
1: yeah we yeah. didn't know this it's all coming together <laughs> but um, she sees she she sees dead people and then they're they're just bugging her like help me with my unfinished business so that they can go rest in peace so she goes around dealing with all their issues and I play a grieving widow of one of the guys um, that that died and like and it's a funny inappropriate uh joke in which i reveal a What's lot it oh it's just called lost dogs
0: it's like a short film, it's just a like short film right? yeah, yeah for like
1: an independent film like there's tons of these in la all the time but it was really fun to be part of it totally Very random cool. i didn't know what it was about but it's hilarious and it was just yeah people unfinished business.
2: you know what i wish i was a part of what you want to know what short film i wish i was a part of kong fury <laughs>
0: what is that? That was a big like 80s throwback <laughs> thing that they silent. had a while ago. It was a Kickstarter. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's on Netflix now if you want to watch it. I yeah. want to watch it. I don't yeah. know if it would be your thing, though.
1: You know what? I think that it's valuable for me to expand my horizons and to understand art forms outside of what I would just normally prefer. Mm. Right, guys? It's all about expanding our Definitely.
0: horizons. You have such strong opinions, at least you don't like.
1: You know what? I do. I'm not going to deny that. But I've also been really... I really like it when I'm proven wrong. I actually really like it when I'm. I walk out. I'm like, oh my god! I thought I was gonna hate that, but that was freaking amazing. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Well, that was our Halloween segment. Now we're moving on seamlessly.
3: May
1: was like haunted by ghosts, though. It all kind of like fit together
0: really <laughs> perfectly and that was eerie. I think a lot of just.
3: I'm actually yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I
1: mean Oh no, I no you you totally sound like you're perfectly fine. I'm just like the, everyone goes through their really different you yeah. never know until you actually talk with someone. I mean
0: this could be our feature topic later, but like Asian cultures in turn, I think, have a very interesting relationship with like the afterlife and right. and stuff. Right. You know?
1: And I I believe like, that they exist. Like I'm I'm not I'm not freaked like yeah, I'm it's, it's like crazy, but like it's real. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyways, <laughs> Now we're moving on to our roundtable section where we talk about news and newsworthy stories that we read or saw or want to bring forth. Um, Since nobody sent me anything, it's three topics that I chose. Uh, First up, I kind (laughs) of wanted to talk about uh, what we're watching. Just a quick catch-up. There's a lot of Asian Americans on TV now. There's a lot of cool new programming. But um, something that I've been keeping track of because I'm writing the recaps now for our blog is Dr. Ken, um, which is a show that we, we mentioned last week that got picked up for a full season. And I just saw the last week's episode featured um, their first big like Asian man guest star. Like they're getting Margaret Chill later on this and two episodes. But this episode was Wu Young Lee, who's always been like one of their Daniel Henny, Daniel De Kim. Dreamboat buff yeah. Asian types that always ends up playing like bad dudes. Like he was like the bad guy in, in um James yeah. Bond. Yeah. He just
3: has that
1: look. He
0: was the um, North Korean guy, the general he was also from um, Red Dawn. A bad
3: guy in a true blood as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, he got like burned up, or something in a furnace. Anyways, spoilers. In a furnace. Um, That's unfortunate. Yeah, but <laughs> in this show, he plays um, Dr. Ken's wife's ex boyfriend and he gets really jealous because <laughs> like he's so sort of good looking he's like a plastic surgeon but like uses his skills to help like deform children from dis- natural disasters. oh my god and they have video film like rescuing puppies from yeah. collapsing buildings so he's like the perfect dude right and then um Dr. ken yes. gets all jealous <laughs> i
2: would love to see but
0: that. um but something awesome that i just like I'm noticed so was i
2: don't have regular tv
0: you can watch it on hulu or uh amazon
3: i don't have hulu
0: Aww. oh do you have internet?
3: You can just come over to my house sometime, I guess. There are ways. Yeah, you guys don't get it. <laughs> I'm really I'm really cheap. <laughs> That's why you have May.
1: She sounds like she has That's right. all these things available. You just mooch off of that. That's what friends are for.
3: It's yeah. true. It's true. She upgrades my life. She's like my personal Walgreens. Yeah, very nice. Hey, I'll just clean out Eric's old room and make it into your your own personal living room. That's right. Your empty nest room.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: Minji, what are you watching? <laughs>
1: That's the question I'm I mean, want you doesn't watch anything. I don't watch anything. Oh. It's terrible. This is the worst thing ever because I want to be in, I want to work in television and film and <laughs> watch anything. Oh, it's bad. Do you do you two need to go to May's house and watch stuff? No, yeah, she May, has May, can I come over? She has
0: everything. She has uh, a yeah, Fire yeah. Stick, she has like she has my Amazon Prime account. On her thing. I
1: also have an Amazon Prime oh, account. Yeah, but I I don't, actually, I don't need I actually, yours.
0: But I actually buy the the stuff that we, I watch.
1: Oh, okay. My bad. Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> um, but wow,
1: <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's
0: a guilt. It's, I used to work in the entertainment industry and in distribution, so I I don't download anything anymore. Or That's I do, very good of you. It. It's
1: very noble, but <laughs> I, I I need to like I, li- I just need to put it on my calendar as like a priority. Thirty minutes a day. I watch a lot of YouTube, but then I watch clips of different things, which is fine.
4: Mm. Yeah. I just
1: need to actually know my industry. I pick up on everything. I know what's happening, the <laughs> essentials, because of social media. Everyone's complaining about Walking Dead, so I'm like, okay, I don't need to watch that. I already know what happens. Like, cool. Well, you
0: don't know. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I want to get back to my point about William Lee's character yeah. is the fact that like he plays a Korean adoptee, so initially there was that joke about like oh his last name's irish so he's probably this white pasty dude but oh crap he's a hot korean dude can actually refer refers to him as korean channing tatum
1: oh my god in one of the <laughs> lines.
0: um but the rest of the episode like nothing's really made of his Asianness at all like there's no jokes about oh. like his dumplings or his egg roll or there's no like good no yeah. one even says anything like there's no more misunderstandings about his name or like shock that he's asian he's just like normal doctor just happens to be like he can be played by any hot white dude Right, mm-hmm. it just happens to be William Lee. Like watching it as a reviewer and picking up on that, it was pretty awesome to like see that and be able to write about it.
3: Cool. You know? I like. That. I want to yeah. watch. I yeah, but watch that. That, I mean, it's it's sad because you know we as Asian Americans we are so used to all those crass and stupid stereotypical jokes that it's it's sad that we have you know what I mean like that there aren't as many that many images of you know just Asians out there. Yeah, just doing their thing regardless. Yeah. you know, race and.
0: And that's the same thing about Glenn, right? Like, Glenn from The Walking Dead, who may or may not be mm-hmm. dead. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> I don't think they make a big deal about it. Like, there's some mentions of him being Asian. For most of the show, he's just, like, part of the teen, like, trying to survive. Right. And actually, you know, gets the girl. And, mm. yeah, this last episode, I, didn't, I don't watch The Walking Dead. But, like, if you manage to stay off Twitter, sorry for spoiling that for you. Everyone
3: I do knows. Keep, You're- I do
0: keep track of the comics because... Yeah. We do not know anything
3: for certain yet until next week. So (laughs) we
1: don't. I
0: know in the comics he dies differently than how he supposedly died in the show, which took
1: artistic liberty. to... Well,
0: no, I mean in the comics he gets straight up murdered. But
1: see, I don't like all these things. I don't like violence (laughs) and I don't like people dying. (laughs) I don't like it.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of funny how just sit
1: around and sing songs together. (laughs) No, okay.
0: (laughs) But it's interesting how like. As a community, we put so much stock in this one character, so that if you notice, a lot of people are upset that he died, but no one more upset than all the Asians who were like seeing him as like, right. he's probably the last Asian to ever be on Earth that's still living, right? Yes, yes. As far as we know, he's the only Asian guy living in like all of the world.
1: Well, there were rumors about this for a long time, and then when I saw Phil, Phil Yu, Angry Asian Man, when I saw his Facebook post yesterday, like... Fuck Walking Dead, fuck you, I'm done. And I was like, oh, so it happened. <laughs> like that's all I
3: was
4: like,
0: oh, so I it happened. Hey, no, I don't,
3: I don't even watch Walking Dead, but yeah, I mean, my Facebook feed on th- Sunday night was just Glenn, yeah. Glenn, and and I <laughs> and obviously, like, I as an Asian American, I it, it, it's hard not to, you know, you you keep tabs on stuff, and um, I was just thinking again about you know when he had sex, you know, on screen. Seriously, my Facebook news feed was like crazy because people were like, "Oh my gosh, an Asian man having sex on TV, you know, yeah. like <laughs> a prime time with a white woman." Whoa, you know, I mean, it's like it's, um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> it's so it was, it's so empowering for people, uh, but it's kind of a, a, a sad nature, a commentary about our world, at, our place in America, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's
0: like that piece that Jeff Yang wrote, I think, like two weeks ago just exclaiming that First of the Boat was the first time you saw an Asian husband and wife kissing on screen in prime time network television. And the fact that, that was a newsworthy story is
1: But then it's also reflective of culture. Okay, really? How many okay, I want to know? Seriously, people take I'm gonna take a survey. Asian kids, how many of you saw your parents ever kiss? My parents kiss. Mine don't. Not in front of mm-hmm. <laughs> I have. Like not on the regular. Well, I was not in front of live us. In a
3: normal- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like in that like Yeah. <laughs>
0: We can talk about this later on because I have an excellent segue into this point. But my parents were also not normal. So. Yeah,
1: your parents are, are are adorable. They're emoji friendly. I love them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Mooks, you don't watch anything. May, what have you been watching? That's pretty cool.
3: Mooks watch stuff. Uh, actually, <laughs> I I don't really watch a lot of American TV anymore. Um, I watch Food Network shows and oh. I watch Korean dramas. Oh. So, <laughs> I oh, got, got sucked into that vortex. Korean dramas than Naomi does.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. No, Naomi and I are both like, we would never watch it. We actually, oh, my God, it's so funny. One of the last times I had lunch with Naomi, we went to a, a song place, which is like the oxtail soup place, and because I was feeling sick, yeah. and she was being great maternal caretaker. And we were eating, and then, of course, there were like three TVs in the restaurant. All of them are playing Korean um, dramas. Were they
0: all different shows, but they all looked the same?
1: No, so two of them had the same <laughs> drama, and then the third TV had the Korean drama awards, so it was like the ultimate like oh, yeah. slap in the face for both of us. Like you will watch this and <laughs> you will know this, and we're just sitting there wanting to like you know put our faces in the soup.
0: It's kind of like well,
3: you know when Big Bang did their concert recently, right? A good chunk of Hmong people actually came out to um, Vegas. In nice. LA to see them. Nice. I mean, And my sister and my niece and I were kind of crazy. We even came to LA in August to go to the Con festival. Nice. So we're a little... But you know, we do not fetishize Koreans. We support... Yeah, no. I don't think it's a fetish... If you say so, I you say so yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I fetishize British people.
1: <laughs> so She's like, I'm very honest about who I fetishize. It's not Korean people. Trust me. I'm just a fan.
3: Yeah it's weird I think it I mean
1: for me I just I don't feel connected with K-pop because I don't feel like they're me so I just like they seem a little bit alien to me and it is what it is I love K-pop from 1990s yeah. and 2000s so it's all good I'm just not particularly
0: I mean K-dramas already infiltrated like Taiwanese and Chinese drama too like if you see any of the modern like dramas from like Chinese speaking Asia
4: it's all it's just so K-pop annoying. inspired I'm
1: sorry I, grew up, I mean there are some that I really cool. like they're beloved K-dramas that I have you know in my heart but, like, there's – okay, I – like, my style of art or film that I like is much more – it's grittier, it's more realistic, et cetera. When they used to kiss, right, going back to the whole, like, sex on screen mm-hmm. thing, when they used to yeah. kiss – you can't see my hands right now, but it's just, like, they're, like, two beaks touching – <laughs> they don't. They don't actually kiss. And I was like, "Who the hell kisses like that?" I was thirteen years old, and I right. knew that that was a little shit. I was like, "No." And it was just. It was just. They would hold it right there, so their lips are barely touching, and then the camera would like spin around and around their heads. And I was like, "This is the stupidest yeah. thing I've and ever seen." And the rain seen. starts,
0: right? <laughs> yes. And or then the, the rain or starts. the snow, some
1: yeah. sort of precipitation. And then, they,
3: and then they run into a coffee shop. They yeah. Do. yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. To
3: protect but you know, one there's another. There's actually some really interesting ones. Like a couple of months ago, I finished this one called "Oh My Ghostess." Speaking of ghosts, which is really cute and interesting,
0: was but it's about this
3: ghost young lady. She's um she's around and and because she feels like she her grudge is that she died a virgin, oh so my God, she that's... possesses the heroine's body and tries to hook up with this dude to kind of you know like so she can go to heaven after she <laughs> <late. laughs> <laughs> But but it's actually much deep. It's much deeper than that. But it's actually really fun and interesting too. And it's, it was a really nice. I don't know. There's some interest. Interesting ideas, which I think a lot of the things I've learned from K dramas have actually influenced my life as a, an American um, writer, you know? That's awesome. Because their ideas are so funky and out there.
1: No, and I've heard that. That's why I, you know. Look, <laughs> l- rolling her eyes at me right now. No, because, okay. I don't, I don't I, care. I I'm get it, because I've, I've publicly hated on K dramas. I've publicly hated on K dramas, and I've gotten plenty of feedback from listeners and from friends who give me grief, like, okay, because I haven't watched it since college, It's over, you know. It's been a good 10 years since I've really watched a, an entire series. So they're just like, you have to watch it. There's so much better now. There's good ones out there with like more realistic content, yada, 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 yada. So, you know, again, I've already acknowledged that I don't watch a lot of things. And I ought to. Even, again, if I don't like it, who cares? Like, it's it's out there. It resonates with certain people, like a lot of people. I'm
0: going to have to draw a line on realistic content.
1: I'm not saying it's like- realistic. It's just, it's content.
0: It's, it, I feel like it creates an unrealistic expectation of what Completely. romance is supposed to be. Completely. Much like rom coms in American culture. Exactly. As well.
1: There's no shortage of
0: unrealistic.
4: <laughs> like, Disney. You
0: heard about that one Chinese chick who like broke up with her boyfriend because he wouldn't bring her fried chicken in the middle of the night. Like, that K drama.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. It's stupid. <laughs> it's so- <laughs> He's talking about my left from another star.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Something with fried chicken. No, actually. I don't watch K pop.
1: Fried chicken and beer. Yeah, that's what that's what Mooks wants. She's like, Sounds where delicious. are my fried chicken and beer at?
0: When I realized that beer goes with pizza, game changer. My life was changed.
1: Beer really. goes with
2: everything. What are you talking about?
0: Not <laughs> everything. Sometimes it doesn't go with stuff. She would like to prove you wrong.
1: Well, I always make it work. <laughs> That's real commitment Anyways One more thing Oh
0: come on Okay One more
1: thing I want to say something
0: cause <laughs> I'm Trying to segue you, out
4: of this No
1: I know But you guys brought up A really good point About the whole Steven <laughs> Yoon thing right About like oh, Okay it's like It's an Asian male Having sex with a white woman On screen It was like a big deal And everyone freaked out About it right you can look at it one way from the perspective of, like, oh, they're not writing this in scripts, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? That's one thing. And and honestly, probably highly likely, right? But just to, I want to give a, another perspective just on my experience last Friday where my role as this grieving widow talking. I'm, like, unloading my girl problems onto this girl who sees dead people. Like, it was about sex. It was about, like, our lack thereof or the miscommunication. It's, it's funny. It was just, you know, it, it was not incredibly graphic. Con- to me, I'm just like, sex is sex is sex, and married people have sex, not married people have sex, we all have sex, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she told me, she told me, like, we had a really great time filming and we we're just catching up. And I was like, this is really funny stuff. Like, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. And she's like, you were so hard to find. And the director and the writer, she's uh, Chris Lee. Are you US Korean? As in or are you like Chinese? Us-
0: Tiny Asian girl who wants to she talk about sex? She said, or? yeah,
1: she said she was trying to, she, her goal as an Asian American writer and director and actress, she wanted to make a short and she, she makes it a point to have diversity within her films, right? So she wanted to make this this character, Asian American. And it would, she couldn't, she got turned down, apparently, a bunch of times Mm -hmm. by by girls who said they were not comfortable with the material. And while I'm like, you know, I wouldn't want my parents to watch it, but I'm like, who cares? It's like a short film. It's literally three lines. And it was funny. But I was, so I'm just putting that out there. There's also, you know.
0: Like a cultural thing against like being.
1: Yeah, being slutty or talking about inappropriate, inappropriate things, right? Like, that just really, you know... And I've already thought about this before this, but to experience it face-on, which true. is like, i asked so many girls and they wouldn't do it. And that kind of shocked me because, yes, it's it's about sex, but they're literally sitting at a coffee table. They're not... It's not like they're getting banged in bed. It was nothing like super graphic. There's no nudity. It's like a joke. So about, see, Asian-American
3: actresses were uncomfortable. Yeah.
1: Sex? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, I don't, I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. with this material. Right. And it's two lines about yeah. a sex joke. And I was like, well, wow. Then don't
2: fucking be in show business.
1: Because yeah. <laughs> it's called acting. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like there might be, there might be a shortage of the content. being, But also you need people to be willing to play it, you know?
2: Yeah, you think I want to sing Shania Twain in my, in our play? No, I hate Shania Twain.
3: Hey, she played a she. Played but a. I do it because it's called acting. <laughs> she played a porn star in my play. Ten reasons why I'd be a bad porn star. I'm just <laughs> alright right so man we are empowered mooks we are we have high self-esteem <laughs> <laughs> we
2: so here, think we can do everything <laughs> <laughs> you go girl so
0: here's the thing like
2: that's really what it is
0: it's interesting that you know like we're we, i wasn't talk about other things on this segment but now that we <laughs> spent like the last 20 minutes on this we' gonna lean into it um it's interesting that we've been talking about the perception of asians on screen has always been you know either super sexual or non-sexual right Depending if you're a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. but in K dramas and like Asian Asian culture, like none of the main characters are all are ever like slutty or like sexual. Like they're always like super innocent. Don't or slut like, shame. No, I'm like <laughs> promiscuous.
2: Well, Active. I think that's because I wonder if it's because you know Western media mm-hmm. they they do that because for some reason white is the default. Like white culture, European descendants is like the default. You know what I mean. Whereas, like in K- Hong Kong or you know, Hong Kong films, um, Korean dramas, it's just regular people, like everyday people. Mm-hmm. Although it's different
3: because when I used to watch Hong Kong films in the 90s, they were really sexual, you know. Um, right. and then I watch K dramas and it's very chaste, you know. So, it, yeah. I think it's slayed is the
0: wrong word, but like, yeah, I mean, like human <laughs> i guess you know being like if you're the like the flirty one or the one that's guy crazy yeah you're never the main character you're like you're either like, yeah, the rival villain. or the villain like maybe mm. if you want to be that part you can't be you know like you have to be pure as snow yeah so but, you the, just,
1: such... but the villain. have so the Mindy best just, you know ruin her you. chances of ever
0: being a k-pop heroine by yeah, taking this role because I did this yeah. role and now I am
1: <laughs> I, I burn me at the stake this is the, this is the, the Asian witch trials you whore. and and it's just like
0: and now none's gonna find this short film and say look at how you know
1: yeah go for uh, it I got plenty to say back to you um <laughs> but no that's what I don't I I just don't and well it's different actually in film like in regular film like mm-hmm. movies there's it's I feel like it's much more accurate reflection of normal human life than K dramas. I just don't, it's this hyper rosy colored world. Yeah. Of, I mean, K
0: drama, they're soap operas essentially, and movies. But soap operas like, are trying to be a, like, yeah.
3: It's an economic development model for South Korea, and I accept it. i <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm no, so not kidding. When I left LA, Naomi gave me a book to read called "The Birth of Korean Cool," which actually talks about how South Korea moved from, you know, just being a devastated country to, um, you know, to where it is today. Is this is about I how mean, they're
0: like their main export is culture, right? Like
3: exactly, and they Samsung they're rocking it. They're yeah. they're selling this stuff, and they're they're revitalizing their community. They're, they're investing in arts. They're investing in like, okay, as bad as it is, they're investing in idols. You know. It's kind of, they're investing in, uh, but but the but filmmakers are also benefiting from government money, you know. To, so anyway, there's the good and the bad, and I'm not delusional. I, but you know, I, I love it. I, I love all the <laughs> fake stuff. I love the idea. <laughs> I well, mean, come on, I'm a romance novelist too, so you know. But that's yeah, kind I'm, of the
1: point of, and we've talked about this before about like what's the role of art, right? It's not only to reflect reality, but also to kind of paint a picture of what could be and what quote unquote should be and everybody it's has their that's yeah a as- term. They, they have the their term they have their different interpretations of like oh well this is the world that i would love to live in yeah and and if you didn't have romance comedies or you have people who do outlandish things in the name of love then what could we ever aspire to <laughs> i just yeah.
0: i don't want to be expected to bring you chicken and beer in the middle of the night i want to eat that chicken and beer
1: then eat it it's with that's romantic dinner. you guys have a chicken and beer party at 3 a.m that's cute No, and then when you get engaged, then you have to like line a whole park with with candles, which could also burn it down. But you know, whatever. It's all in the name of love, and you have to put in the shape of a heart. I
0: don't want to tie my declaration of love to the nearest like rainstorm. We're in California; it's never going to happen. And then
1: you have a heart, and then you're waiting in the middle with like a bouquet of roses that are like all perfect, and no bad
0: petals. Those are expensive bouquets, man. (laughs)
3: Those are well, the expectations. Say they don't watch K dramas. They sure know a lot of the references.
0: They sure do. <laughs> it's a universal well, I mean, trope.
3: See, it's, nothing's
1: changed tro- in ten years. Yeah, That's what I'm saying.
3: Everybody knows the tropes. <laughs> everybody
0: knows the tropes.
1: Yeah, they do this in India. Yeah, they do this everywhere.
0: No, India, they have to learn how to dance. Man, I don't want to do that.
1: Dance? Yeah, you have to be. I'm still talking all over the
0: place. Speaking of cultural stereotypes, <laughs> I want to get into this one last topic before we move on to the break because this got to have at least two topics. Um, it's Halloween, guys. I don't know if I mentioned this before on the podcast. <laughs> um, no way. And along with Halloween comes some crazy racist costumes. Um, there's,
4: there's been more and
0: more um, awareness. Like, there's no campaigns from that one school. I forgot what it was. But something that came to my attention through Angry Asian Man Phil Yu is an Asian gay shit costume for little girls. Like,
2: Yeah, yeah I saw Little that.
0: girls, 10, 10 to 12 whatever. And then that was bad enough and that created a lot of stir but I clicked on the site for some reason and then I saw the you may also like section and I almost like blew a vein or something because right under there there was another costume for little girls, right? Like 8 to 12 year old little girls that says Asian Dragon Lady Costume.
1: Shut Uh. up. Mm -hmm. Shut up. This is why I don't go on the internet sometimes because it's just I I value my health.
0: (sighs) I guess I'm just wondering what if I saw like someone wear that costume come to my door and ask for candy i'll
1: pull leslie nope and have a little lecture and be like we need to reevaluate your decisions we need to have can i have a talk with your parents can we have can you give me their number we can have i I would do that like this is unacceptable but it's not your fault you're a child but you're under the influence of very poorly informed i mean
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's like two layers here. There's one layer is it's like the whole like cultural appropriation thing, mm-hmm. wearing culture as a costume. That's A. B is this is these are these are costumes, geisha costumes and dragon lady costumes. They're meant to be like sexy, like well, okay. interpretations yeah, right. of Asian culture, right? Like
1: sexy interpretations of Asian culture, and just okay. This is a whole other topic, but the hypersexualization of little children, of little girls. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're. It's like three-year-olds are meant to be the sexy French maid. I swear to God, I wouldn't be surprised if that existed. Yeah. That in a whole other.
2: It does. It, it does. Sick. It does in the in the toddler pageants. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Ooh. Those are funny. Honey boo boo. Ew. Ew ew, yeah. ew, 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 <laughs> ew. What are you doing, white people? You want? Are you serious? Like <laughs> That's so gross. Right? Do they do that in Asia? Child pigeons? I'm, I'm sure they probably,
2: they probably yeah. will. Yeah. They do anything that's Western. Because if you do anything Western, you're sophisticated. That, I think that's, <laughs> that's the idea that a lot of, you know, even people in Laos and Thailand, they think that because they go eat at KFC, they're highly sophisticated. Just because it's a Western thing, you know? KFC
0: used to be the shit in China, like... That would be hey. like your once a month fancy go-out-and-eat really? meal at KFC.
1: Wow. That's just bizarre. I, well, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've, se- I've witnessed that my entire life, and I've been told. I mean, that's another, again, huge yeah. topic, but the entire plastic surgery industry is based on, hey, how can... We-? Well, now it's kind of morphed into something else. I don't feel like they're going for a Western... They're going for a very specific face going, that everybody yeah. has, <laughs> but... At the beginning, it's just like, you know, the double eyelid surgery and whatever that I was told to get when I was, since Oof. I was in elementary school. Um, but yeah, I mean, ugh. anyway, that was from the Dragon Lady costume, but back to your topic. It's, it's all yeah. sick. It's all infuriating. And I don't think anybody that would say, oh, you're making such a big deal out of nothing, you know, like.
0: I mean. If not the the Asian thing, like the whole dressing your kids up as sexy something is kind that of too, messed right, up. Of not, even if it's not like it super revealing, or something like the dragon lady has very specific connotations. Right, right. Like the exotic villainess will lure you into her web and like seduce you mm-hmm. to like I don't know, gold native. Give you or something. a I don't
1: know. happy ending too. I don't yeah. know. It's so ugh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: me being. It's too bad. I want. It's too bad we have our show May on Halloween mm-hmm. because. um... I would probably if I if I did see a kid roll up in a costume that pissed me off, I would just I wouldn't mace the kid <laughs> because that would be my first reaction. Oh, no. But I would use an air horn.
3: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I would do a diversity training on site. But that's no, like no. It's, no, no, it's no, it's I not clap the back. kids' fault do though. Trainings. It's the parents.
1: That's bad parenting. Who has yeah. the buying power? Who went and bought that? You know what I'm saying? Oh, this so
0: cute. Look oh very cute my in this.
1: God. What is wrong with these, <laughs> these adults, quote unquote? I'm putting air quotes because you're not a. I guess. What are you? <laughs> judged, judging hard. That's inappropriate and wrong. I know, I know some Asian moms that, you know,
2: let their four year old daughter wear makeup and like prance around. And I, 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 it's kind of uncomfortable for me, but at the same time, it's kind of cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't
2: yeah. Know. It's a face you niece. <laughs> Your niece, my little cousin, my niece. You know, it's, a it's slippery different slope. if they're like all in public and they're wearing a Halloween costume that's like not meant to be worn at all or not even meant to exist.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, that's why I say it's hard because some people really just love the look and love the culture. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's very it's very nice that they're so interested and think that it's beautiful. And that's like the one time of year that they could because you're supposed to wear a costume, become somebody else that Mm -hmm. they have that pass
0: to
1: dress it up.
0: Maybe not, you know, but you know, geishas are right. Like they're just just honoring us.
1: They're honoring us. I don't know. I mean, but that's honestly like for real. I wonder like if you wanted to be able to say that if I wanted to dress up in, you know, some other, I don't know. Like yeah. Eastern like I love, say Disney print, like for real, like a princess from, from yeah. Eastern Europe, right? Am I not allowed to wear that? You know what I mean? Like if I wanted to wear a Victorian costume, like yeah, do
3: you know what I'm saying? I think it depends, but I don't think um I don't think that British people would be offended if we wore a vic- uh, Victorian gowns, right? But obviously, you know as Asian Americans and a lot of PLCs are funded because there's a reason there's all this other stuff behind
0: it. Yeah. You right. know, I a lot of the costumes are just caricatures and stereotypes too. I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, yeah, like the geisha stereotype, like the Mexican stereotype. Yeah. Like the, yeah. and not to go back to this, but like, geishas are kind of like adult work.
3: Yeah. They are. They're the courtesans, aren't they? The courtesans. Yeah, you're like yeah.
0: dressing your kid up as, you know, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, it's Halloween. It's I caused a
2: rupture in my family several years ago, um, and, and to this day, my cousin doesn't <laughs> talk to me anymore. Which I'm okay with. I don't really, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but um, he wore blackface on Halloween. Oh,
1: who, was he, who,
2: who was he trying to be? He was Tiger Woods. <laughs> and his girlfriend is actually a makeup artist, and she's really talented. Like she does fashion makeup, that type of. stuff. Mm-hmm. but anyway she did she did she put brown face on him black face <laughs> and i told him that's that's fucked up do you do you know the history behind that shit and he you know I, I presented him with new information that he that i thought he was gonna take in learn from you know rethink some things but that didn't happen mm-hmm. so
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: we are no longer talking
1: oh that's, that's fine i'm sorry to hear that
2: and that yeah. no it's fine don't be sorry. It's fine. <laughs> with, I, don't, yeah. I don't got time for people in my, in my life that, you know, they don't agree with me. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, there are different outcomes of every exchange. You yeah. never know. You never know what people are going right. to, how they react. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, sometimes that awareness comes with age too. Like just like being, just experiencing different things and learning different things along. Like I'm sure there's hope mm-hmm. in the future for your relationship.
2: Maybe. We hope. We hope. (laughs) Maybe. But
0: um, on that note, uh, we're going to take a quick break, um, and then we'll come back and talk about your guys' show. The Collabcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a non-profit organization supporting Asian American in the arts and creative fields. Hey, hot Aaron. How's it going?
4: Hey, it's going pretty good. How are you doing?
0: Pretty good. I've swapped you in for Minji to talk about upcoming events of collaboration.
4: Oh snap! Yeah, just got swapped. It's <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like that um, that TV show Wife Swap, except we're not wives.
0: No, you're not my wife, neither is Minji. <laughs> that is very it's scary. The, the, uh,
4: it's kind of like how Regis, kind of like how Regis and Kelly Ripa does their swapping. Well, Regis,
0: Regis doesn't host a studio show anymore.
4: It's true. Now it's like random people. No,
0: it's I it's uh, Michael Strahan.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've. It's been Mike and Kelly for quite a
0: while. But, anyways, back on track, Aaron. Back on track. Um, got a couple of events coming up um, in the next couple months. First of all, is a fall dance workshop brought to you by Collaboration Boston.
4: All right, Collab Boston. Yeah,
0: and this dance workshop is taking place at Boston University. Um, at the SAC Gym, SAC Gym, November first at four PM. Um, so if you're around Boston and want to learn how to hip hop dance, um, it's co hosted by Fusion, and it's gonna be awesome. Do you know how to dance, Aaron?
4: Um, a little bit. I can I can I can do that the, the Drake dance.
0: That's the new hot jam, right? Yep, yep. Um, it's been quite a while since, since we've been back to Boston. That was the last time I saw you, right?
4: Yeah, that was around March. Like April yeah. March, April, April. Yeah. yeah, I think it was April.
0: So while you were having Good adventures time. with uh, with Scott.
4: Yeah, and Christy and Stephanie. Shout out to them.
0: Yeah. If you're in Boston, check it out. And finally, Collaboration Star is coming November 14th in Los Angeles. You're coming down, right?
4: Hey, I'm going to try my best to. <laughs> um, my schedule's a little wonky right now, but hey, I want to be there, so expect me there. We
0: want to see you there. A hot airing. You've been to the past couple of collaborative stars, like
4: not, not even couple, more like four. It's <laughs> around four, 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 four years, the last four
0: years. Is it not the most hype? What the kids call it now, the most uh, lit party you've ever been to? The most lit. No, events? no,
4: we can't say that on air. It's not. It's not a lit party. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a slamming party. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tight. The who's who. Um, yeah, I don't know the the lit thing. I know Aquafina says lit a lot on her Snapchat.
0: It's gonna be non-sus, is what I've heard. Non-sus. Non what?
4: Sus. What's
0: that? Sus. Like sustenance? No, sus as in suspicious. I hear it's a new sketch. Like people, kids, kids nowadays, like when something's like sketchy, they say, "Man, that's sus." You know?
4: Really? I've not have not heard of that. I I still say dodge. Dodge. Like, oh, that's dodge. Yeah. Maybe but it's... that's more. That's more. <laughs> but that's more british slang so it's
0: like oh dodgy yeah no i've learned this is a recent discovery it's sus i feel
4: like your recent discovery
0: was on fleek on fleek no fleek was like last year i know it's gonna be the fleekest party ever oh you guys are not gonna regret coming it's gonna let me just go through what's gonna happen so like we have a great VIP reception hosted by Pandora It's going to be the who's who, like Aaron said Of Asian American guest VIPs You know, we've got six finalists from all around the nation To compete for the title of Collaboration Star
4: Collaboration Star Yeah
0: And we've some great, great guest artists we got the Kinjas Who are, you know, amazing dancers Probably America's Best Dance Crew Or, you know, if you're part of the dance crew You know who they are already You know how awesome they are uh, made up of, you know, collaboration alumni Actually, you know um, ben Chung um, is a former collab staffer from like the OG days Mike Song's been, you know, he's been peripherally part of collaboration Both as a fan and as a, as a performer for, you know, since we started uh, We got Arches, which is a new project from Dia Frampton It's her um, collaboration with Joe who who's a, a great film composer He did the soundtrack to Straight of Compton and we're gonna have a the wind orchestra backing her up, and it's gonna be an amazing set. And we're gonna have an awesome, epic collab. Basically, we got alumni and performers and supporters from all across the last, you know, decade and more of Asian America singing their hits. You know, it's gonna be an amazing show. Um, so, Aaron, you should definitely come.
4: Oh yeah, I would recommend for it. Sure. Yeah,
0: and there's an after party, which is always a good time. yeah it's pretty fun um come out to collaboration stars tickets are on sale now at star.collaboration.org
4: i want to see you there get your tickets now before it's too late
0: it's gonna be on fleek are you all right
4: it's gonna be off the chain it's gonna
0: be lit non-sus all right yeah (laughs) thank you aaron
4: well thanks for having me yeah
0: now back to the show And we're back. Hi, Yay. guys. Back to the Halloween Yay. special spectacular. Okay, then. <laughs> I only get one day a year to use this voice. I got to get my, get my, uh, I paid good money for this voice. Proceed. Ooh.
1: I'm, I'm surprised you didn't use the, effect. oh, it's because the effects hurt ears last time.
0: Someone complained about it. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. People don't like fun. I get it. Hey, we're back with our guests, May and Mooks, and they have a show coming up this weekend called the Mong Lao Lao Mong Friendship Play. Um, It's their two-woman show taking place in um, St. Paul, Minnesota.
1: Part of the Twin Cities. Yeah. So I have learned. (laughs) Congratulations, you guys. So I want to hear more about this play, and I want to know how the heck you go about writing a play, because that's a pretty incredible feat in my eyes.
2: Yeah. So, May and I are very interesting people. And, um, I can tell. are <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we decided hey, May, uh, uh, let's write about ourselves because the world needs to know about this wonderful friendship we have. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, we but thought it was important. Um, we're often seen as kind of an odd couple because I'm ethnically Lao and she's ethnically Hmong. Right. Um, if
3: you look at us physically, she's really tongue and I'm short and chubby. <laughs> yeah. You look like the number 10 <laughs> when we stand next to each other. <laughs> so uh, Google Hmong Lao Friendship Play. You'll see a picture yeah. of us. <laughs> <Holy shit.
0: laughs> no, I saw the video of, um, like, of um, Mook's okay, rapping okay. and then <laughs> me in the background just like dancing. Yeah. Being like the hype woman. Well,
3: you know how some people, some friends, they kind of look alike? Well, we don't. <laughs> Really, really.
0: Not at all.
3: (laughs) So people think we're, yeah, it's sort of a weird couple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the Hmong is, they're an ethnic minority within Laos, or is it? No,
2: they are. um, Laos is made up of over 90 ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hmong is one of the ethnic groups that happen to be in Laos. Hmong people are also in other um, parts of the world, world too.
1: Right. Very cool.
3: But I mean, what's where our parents are from, Laos. Actually, Mooks and I were both born in refugee camps in Thailand. Okay. And we both are writers that grew up in Minnesota. But So we have similarities, but our communities don't really talk to each other. Wow. Right. And so we thought, and this is actually the 2015 marks the, uh, the 40th year anniversary of the Hmong and Lao migration to the U.S. So we thought, well, you know, it seems like a good time for us to, you know, start doing something collaboratively.
1: That's amazing. Yes. Yeah.
2: So then we applied for a grant and we got it and then we decided to develop the show. I mean, we decided to develop the show before we got the grant, but
3: <laughs> <laughs> we got the grant motivated us to finish.
2: Yeah, the grant motivated us to finish. Um
0: you
1: know. that's amazing. Exactly. Wait, yeah. So how long was that process yeah. then? So you guys had the idea, you had to, you had to flesh it out, I'm sure, to in in order to get the grant yeah. um to fund it. So yeah. how long did that even take? I'm just like super curious.
2: Well, the process uh well, it took about um eight or nine months to get word if we got the grant or not. And that was fine because we had other projects to work on while we were waiting. Mm-hmm. But once we got um the green light, we went on a couple of writing retreats. Um we holed up in a hotel room and we just used a Google Doc, Google Drive <laughs> Google Drive, and we just wrote. Um, We had scenes for ideas and we'll throw them out and we'll put it on. It's on the screen. And we're just like, let's just write the conversation. And so we just did that. And we came out with um, a couple of drafts. Uh, And then afterwards, we met with our director and dramaturg and brought the script on its feet. And then realized that some things that we wrote down really didn't work out.
3: Well, because Moks and I, when we were holding up, we were like, this is so funny. We're talking about incest and stuff. And so <laughs> then we shared it with other people. And then people were like, uh, it's not that funny. This is or, not that
1: funny. Uh. You
3: know. Right. Or, yeah. you know, so we need. Yeah. So but uh, what our dramaturg did that was really great was he just asked us a lot of good questions. And we, I guess, gave a lot of good answers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we actually spent a chunk of time. So when Mook said we got the green light, we got the green light in January. So this, pro- this show has lived like, it's still very young. Mm. Um, and then when we went into rehearsals in awesome. August, we sort of had a roadmap, but we spent a lot of rehearsal time actually, um, devising the piece. Wow. So, cause Mooks and I are not trained actors, but, not at all. but she doesn't even try. She said to me in August, are you going to be mad at me if I don't know my lines? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so, we decided to create a process so that if she fucks up, we'll still be okay. Mm-hmm. Good,
0: <laughs> you got each other's back. But, That's a friendship. But,
3: she, but, she, but she's she's memorized her lines, so we're good.
0: Nice.
1: <laughs> See, people yeah. like don't ever really appreciate how girl. hard it is to learn lines. It's a, it's a, it's, and then to make them your own. See, you guys get it. You understand. Yeah. You understand the pain. I'm looking at the photos right now. I just googled it, and they're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I love the stepbrother's photo so much. Thank <laughs> you, thank you. <laughs> the argyle vests—it's yeah, amazing. Great. <laughs> so, is it just so? Is it just you two in the play? Are there other characters or?
2: We play other characters, and we play uh, other versions of ourselves. Oh, okay. So we play our younger selves. We play um, ourselves that are we, that are placed in situations as like you know, such as like a beauty pageant.
3: Um, but we're also there's a lot of pop culture references too. <laughs> How many costumes do you guys
0: do? And you know, well, <laughs> it depends. <Let's>
2: See one. <laughs> we have an ancient, ancient, um, old man scene. Nice. We have, I channel my inner Madonna. I have, I'm a Dolly (laughs) Parton. I do Dolly Parton. At some point we Uh, wear the dress of our people. (laughs) Nice. And then we rap, So we have a rapper outfit. (laughs) Um, Probably four or five costume changes, but they're not really costume changes. They're, you know, our our base is just a black T shirt yeah. and some leggings, and then
1: we just throw stuff on top.
3: Yeah, nice. Because we, we, we embrace we, the hot mess. We don't. We're care. not allowed,
2: <laughs> We don't have a chance to get off stage at all. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Wow. So the entire play is just you two, just being. Yes. That's incredible. God.
3: Yep. And it's sort of an accidental musical. I mean, we are not. You know, I'm like we're not trained actors. No, we're not trained singers either, obviously. I just just been karaoking yeah. for like eighteen years. It yeah. led up to this moment. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh no, so we sing and rap on stage and <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well we
1: do. you can't you can't have pop culture without the music and like being part right. of it, its integral part. It's its own character. <laughs> pop culture is always right. its own character. Yeah. That's
2: awesome. Well also being um Being children of refugees, you know, television, TV shows, music were so some of the things that really helped me learn English better, conversational English and Mm -hmm. and slang. Mm -hmm. Um, Because my house, we only spoke Lao or Thai. Mm -hmm. Because my parents were like, "Okay, you're gonna go out in the world and learn the right way to speak English. So we're not even gonna bother teaching you English." (laughs) Um, So pop culture has really been a huge uh, influence. the way that I know, the way that I speak, and I uh, things that I enjoy to this day is all because of you know um, older kids in the neighborhood bumping NWA. So you know <laughs> that's just what I got into. That's just what I got into. Yeah, I'm like a little nine year old walking around saying "fuck the police." I didn't know what I was saying, but but it's kind cool, yeah. was, and it gave you some yeah, swagger,
1: and you didn't active. know why
0: i mean that's ins- and i didn't know why that's an interesting thing like just the juxtaposition between like immigrant families growing up in enclaves like we you tend to see the the occurrence of families who speak their native language at home and the kids learn english through school and through media that that's how i learned english i learned english from watching sesame street and flintstones
1: nice. yeah.
0: um and then you like you hear stories like when i was in east coast of kids who were, they were the only asian kids in their neighborhood amongst white kids and those were the families who were like they just never like even at home they speak English to their parents Right. And like that mm-hmm.
3: you know? right
0: and I know I'm kind of generalizing not everyone's like this but yeah. you see a much higher occurrence of that happening when the defense mechanism is to assimilate rather than to I mean there's like yeah. th-
1: and I think that's that's where the the generational differences are because when you like I I was born in the mid 80s and so when you when I knew older kids from church. A lot of them didn't speak any Korean because their parents like forced them like just go learn English. Why do you need to learn Korean? You don't need to learn any of that. But then my generation, we were all forced to go to Korean school. It was like required. You know what I mean? Like that was part of our. uh, We have five days of school, and then number six at Korean (laughs) school. Same here. Like your parents
0: like, she's becoming too American. We must. (laughs) But I mean, her, like, yeah. it was
1: really important for my parents, like, you have to maintain your culture, and you, you you should know, you know, know how to speak to your grandma and blah, 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 which I appreciate. But that was such a difference between, like, so if you, like, if I knew someone that was, like, five years older than me, they, you know, they would know the basics, like, hello, <laughs> and goodbye, and thank you, and yeah. that's it. And it was, like, really different. And so, and then there's younger kids than me who are obsessed with like K-pop and Korean dramas <laughs> and all that stuff. So they're like incredibly fluent, and I look like a dumbass who can't even say. Like, they can like, say
0: all the slang. They yeah.
1: know like
4: what sus is. In I'm, Korean like, or, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> third
1: grade level Korean, whatever. I that's
3: why back. I learned Korean. <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet you May is better than I am. I bet you May is like way better than I am. But it's 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 crazy how that happens. And and that's I think that's uh, this is why we always you know stress the importance of art to say that this play that you guys are making i mean it's very it's encapsulating this very particular generation this very particular experience in time right that you have the pop culture references of america yeah. that's what influenced you to become who you are but then like yeah that that contrasting narrative of like also your your roots and like how that story's never talked about right like i just honestly right. just learned about you know the the um refugee the refugee yeah population this year swear to god i mean i was that ignorant i Mm -hmm. didn't know anything really outside the korean american chinese american experience and i you know i learned it through film through the san diego american asian american film festival Wow! so that's how Mm -hmm. i learned because i had i watched a documentary which was incredible and really eye-opening and i was just like holy oh my god (laughs) like i did not know i didn't know this you know
3: well and and when we talked to naomi too we talked a lot about east asian privilege over southeast asian right yeah and it's real (laughs) yeah we are kind of the exotic Asians because even the Asian community, when we've gone to like L.A. and or the West, the West and East Coast, people don't know much about our communities, yeah. and so we are still very mysterious. I mean, for example, when I did my porn star show in L.A., all the Asian people they were like, "Oh, I learned so much about monk people." And when I did my show in, in Minnesota, they were like, "I learned so much about sex." i, mean, so <laughs> I can't tell you. That tells you a little bit yeah. about, you know, the differences in cultures. Right, yeah. yeah.
0: so, right. I mean, the refugee communities are, they're also forced into, like, their enclaves, depending on where they settle. Like, I didn't right. know about Hmong people till, about high school. I met a couple through some high school activities up in the Vasilia, like, Central California area. Yeah. And Fresno, over there, like, a- yeah, everyone's mm-hmm. Hmong. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. That's how I learned about right. college, mm-hmm. that they, that, about that community, because I dated somebody who lives in Fresno, mm-hmm. and he he's the one who told me that. And I was I just like, oh, I had no idea at all. I don't know. I think that's I just I think it's so cool that you guys yeah. are doing this and you got the grant and you're just like yeah going thousand miles full steam ahead. It's amazing.
0: I mean, those stories they should be told. I, mean, I have a friend like I grew up in San Gabriel. Um, a lot of my friends, like most of my friends from high school, are Vietnamese or ethnic Chinese Vietnamese, and just like you know, as we're older now, we're talking to our parents more and just learning about their stories about how they got out of like the war zone is insane. Like, mm-hmm. um, like my friend's mom told like told us about how she, she escaped in the boat. And basically, like there were three boats. The boat in front wanted her boat to go up first to like be the one that got caught if they got caught, but the, oh they got pursued from behind. So the so she was in the middle. She, no, she was in front, so oh. they got away. Oh wow! Yeah, wow! Like crazy stories. Like yeah,
1: there's a lot of conversations wow. that I had, even with um, in my family, and um, just what I've heard with friends. Even like yeah, a lot of our friends in LA that I've I've met. They they've tried to have conversations and tried to ask questions just so that they can understand where they come from and what their parents went through because there's such a there's such a barrier. Like there's a lot of barriers, right? This generational cultural language, like a lot of things. And some of them just get no answers because they don't want to talk about it. You know, it's trauma it's traumatic and like who wants to relive that? And they've said that, like, I don't want to relive that. You don't need to know it. We're here, we're safe, we're fine, like go be happy and shut up. Like stop talking to me about it. (laughs) <laughs> which which is real too, you know, and like some people just don't want to share those stories. But then there's the other group, like right. the crazy creatives who are like, no, we need to like understand this and share this and have people empathize with it. And, you know, which I, I'm on that yeah. side, but for, I get a lot
3: of people don't want to
1: <laughs> talk about
0: it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. When it's funny, because we're talking about all this serious stuff, which is actually all real and it's part of both of our legacies too. Um but actually, the show's a comedy. <laughs> yeah. And so people forget that. And I, I have to tell people that because um, sometimes they come and they expect like, oh, it's going to be really deep and educational. And then they're like, wow, I had so much fun. It was I was laughing. Like, Well, the first
2: the first um, draft, draft of the script was very different. Uh-huh. You know, we started talking about our origin stories. Um, we talked about our how we got our birth names, where we were born. We started uh, the script. Had stories about our fathers and our parents and how they met, um, and then we realized, no, 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 we want to write a play about us, about yeah, uh, it's our story. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily. We're just like, man, the shit is getting way too deep, and I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not gonna have fun. Like, we want them I to think, be happy yeah. and leave happy and buy T-shirts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? Get the merch and like, share on Instagram. Yeah.
0: I think what we learned from like shows like Daily shows, you know, sometimes you can teach some really like heavy lessons through comedy because
1: yeah, you know, absolutely yes. If comedy's yes. done well, yes. I feel yeah. like that's it is the um, most amazing vehicle to make really deep commentary in a very right. welcomed way, right? People, if it's good oh. comedy, no one's ever going to say like I don't want to watch it. They're like, how do I? You know, everyone loves to laugh, right. but that's why I think really good comedians are hard to come by because they have to be incredibly brilliant at kind of delivering a hard message in a very, like, friendly way. You know,
3: like, yeah, that -hmm. was awesome. Yeah, there's definitely commentary. I mean, you know, we've been talking about the role of Asian men, and we have a segment in here called the Hot Asian Men section. (laughs) We call it the thirst trap. Thirst trap. Basically, we're tired (laughs) of Asian men being emasculated, and so to empower them, we want to sexualize them. So in the segment,
2: (laughs) in the scene, uh, it's basically we just show – projections of hot asian men like the rock yeah. you know stephen yun all these Which, hot 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 asian men over them and right. the whole scene is just us groaning um
3: <laughs> every photo
2: and it's giving, actually in surveys yeah that is many people's favorite scene and we i give a, I give show to a spring roll it's you know it's a great scene people it's leave it feeling asian very happy on asian right. love right right <laughs> Um oh and the God. audience gets into it as well. Yeah. You know, we encourage them to moan with us. <laughs> and oh if they wanted strong. to squirt, they could squirt. Like whatever whatever your body, however your body yeah. wants to react, oh. we allow it. That's so, hilarious. Um <laughs> but then we also talk about deeper things like um uh, activism mm-hmm. in our communities and what and what um how each community, you know, reacts to certain issues that affect mm-hmm. them. Um so there's that too.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's fun. It's fun. Educational. Hopefully, people come and feel like you know you don't have to be Hmong or Lao to come. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I yeah. want to see it. All you guys in the Twin Cities area, and like the Greater Midwest, whatever, make a trip out of it. <laughs> Head over to Saint Paul while you can still drive on the roads and check out the what? Mong Lao Lao. <laughs> To play. I was going to say you
3: can do either one. one. If you like Hmong people, you prefer Hmong people. You can yeah, do so Hmong, Hmong Lao. So you can choose like who you, goes can first. Lao you can say Lao Hmong. Yeah. 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 For more information, you can go can go to www.monglaofriendshipplay.com or friendshipplay.com. We're inclusive.
0: We're gonna put <laughs> the link. Takes
3: you to the same place, so it we don't even matter. <laughs> yeah,
0: We're gonna put the link in the um, show notes because, or we can spell it for people who can't don't know how to spell mong yeah. or Lao. It's h m o n g l a o friendship god. Oh or gosh. the other way around, as Those I said. It's
3: so much fun to yeah, talk Yeah, equitable, where we just couldn't decide because our egos. So <laughs> yeah, indecisive. That. Or we don't have
0: to. They just want to fight over who gets top billing, and they decided let's just share mm-hmm. it.
3: Let's see
2: who, how much traffic it, we get. It doesn't from matter if me gets top billing because <laughs> yeah. my name's longer,
0: <laughs> and you're taller.
3: I gave you top billing in the program. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo-hoo. I love how you described yourself at the beginning. We look like the number ten. <laughs> that is like that's such a good um, yeah. wordplay. I'm, that's emblazoned in my mind forever. That's just I'm gonna think of you guys as number ten. Yeah,
0: oh. love it. Great. It's, it's so bad Minji has Great. the bill because we can talk more. about I was I want to talk a little bit about yeah. the um. You know that article just came out about two Asian Americas, and kind of it—it yes. it, like divides Asian America. The making of Asian America. It's based on a book by I think Erica Lee is her name.
3: You know, know yeah. knows her in real life. Right? Really? Like, yeah, I work with her just about every day. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's cool. You know what? You guys can keep talking. Like I just.
1: Well, can I we out. don't
0: want this to be like a three-hour-long podcast. Well, I mean,
3: but
1: how long has it been now? We can edit this out.
0: It's we're we're almost done. Okay. Um, but really quickly, just um, we, we, I think we'll talk about this more in the future podcast. But you, you guys got to come back, then. They talk about, you know, like how there's a difference yeah. between yeah. the immigrants that came in like the turn of the century that came because they're forced to have labor or whatever and the mm-hmm. immigrants that came mm-hmm. during our parents' generation. But I kind of yeah. see it as like that's still two generalizations because there's also from the the latest generation, there's Parents, like my parents who like my aunt came because of the whole like immigration policy bubbling a specialist but my dad came looking mm-hmm. for work like he was looking for a way to support the family mm-hmm. which is n- another narrative where like, he didn't come to go to school or be a professor or like be a Silicon Valley person like he came right. to look for work and then you know your, your families came because of you know the refugee thing and then I mean even Minji your family like you know they didn't come because of school or anything or like skilled labor no
1: know. not skilled labor yeah, yeah. yeah. they was just coming to so, better opportunity
0: There's a lot more. I'm just saying. There's a lot more stories to tell in within within the two Asian Americas. There's like a billion more Asian Americas in there. Right. But you know, it's kind of it's kind of cool that you know, people like you guys, people like I guess us, our own horn, whatever, um, are you know, are creating stuff to tell the story and to educate people to understand. I'm glad that we're talking exactly. You know,
3: across the country, and we're also talking across cultures and across genres. So that's good you know i love yeah. this
1: this is my favorite part of the job to be honest like there's a lot of stress that comes up we're feeling like we we shoulder like just my moment of vulnerability it feels like we sometimes uh for me personally i'm gonna get real here it's i feel like um we're we're shouldering a lot of responsibility to be as widely representative and as accurate as possible. Cause I don't ever want to misrepresent something. And we're trying to speak on behalf of a very, very large and diverse community, right? That's just bucketed under right. this one name. For me, I feel like it's a really big responsibility and that stresses me the hell out you guys mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. because, because, how do you find the right medium and the right tone or the right conversation with the right people? And there's no right. At the end of the day, that's that's what I've learned. But at the same time, you want to be accessible. You want to be accurate. You want to be engaging all these different things that really make an impact at the end of the day. And you don't know how to go about that. It's 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 overwhelming Mm -hmm. sometimes. But right now, I want to just say this is like This is why the hour flies by so fast because you just have fun learning and talking shit and like having fun discovering (laughs) new things with like different creators. I love it. That's my favorite part. And hopefully, other people can listen in on this conversation and and you know have their horizons expanded. Mine is every freaking day with collab. Swear to God! When I even when I don't want to, especially when I don't want to, I'm like, "Oh yeah, you didn't think about this," yeah. and I'm like, "Okay, great. lesson
0: learned." Are you know, K-pop is taking over the world. K-dramas, <laughs> Korean culture, is. Is the singularity? That's our dystopian future, like apocalypse. I'm scared. Korean That's culture taking over the world. That
1: is frightening. May I'm writing a screenplay too. One day I'm gonna share that with Naomi, and we'll share it with you, and I'll get your feedback. Because this is it's, it
0: about it's about Zombie Land, K-pop
4: Zombie Land. No,
1: it's just commentary on my my childhood and my you know. But mm-hmm. a lot of it, it doesn't put the Korean community in particularly great light. I don't think it makes them look bad. just being real. It's just being real, like more of like a less rosy colored lens look. But that's the way it's I about will. how you
0: tell it, I feel like. I think if it's real, if something that, you know, there's certain things people don't like talking about, about their own culture. It's like, you shouldn't talk about that. Like, we got we to stay united. Yeah, but sometimes don't you just got to sh- shine a light on like the effed up things are, you know.
1: Right. I'm, yeah, I'm just you. And I don't even care. We're
2: good.
4: <laughs> no, I, I think, think that's.
2: I'm not embarrassed to talk about
3: anything. Right, right. I get paid to talk about the hard stuff. So. I'll talk about my yeah, sex gonna... life. I'll talk about that's all the, the, the taboo
2: dream. shit in our community. I really don't give a shit <laughs> because you know what funders love that. <laughs> <laughs> Korean people Korean Americans may not like it but funders like it. Funders love it. <laughs> oh my god. I go where the money is.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you about my ghost friend and what he says.
3: <laughs> Are you gonna move to Minnesota now? May's <laughs> a <Amazing>, ghost detector.
0: <laughs> yeah. Ghost detective, Mae Li Yang. I I like that.
1: Yes. Seriously, that's there's your next play. There's your next play. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, just, so you, it's yeah. just you having, it's a one woman show, but your guests are all ghosts. So who knows? There might be multiple guests.
3: Oh my gosh. There you go.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs>
3: I'm going to write that down actually. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank um, you guys for being part of
1: this. Yeah. Thank
0: you so much. Um, before we go, Thanks um, for having us. we got an email finally <laughs> from a uh, super thing. Oh. David Chang. So I'm going to read it real quick. We'll do a quick answer and then we'll sign off. But, um, uh, if you guys want to send questions or emails or anything you want us to read on air, you can email us at podcast We're always happy to receive it. Um, this comes from our super fan, David Chang. He's written to us before, but dear Marvin and Minji, uh, I've been a fan of your podcast since episode one. I can't tell you how many times I've heard both of you discuss a topic, especially about culture or entertainment and thought to myself, yes, exactly. Or like like you, how often I've answered out loud a question you've asked because like we 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 don't have all the answers.
1: We don't. Full disclosure, we we don't have all the answers. We say things wrong all the
0: time. Uh, (laughs) One of the times Jenny Yang was your guest, she said, "You have to ask yourself, do I add value to someone else's life over the past year? You certainly have to mind smiley face." Uh, Your podcast has inspired me to create one of my own. Something I've been wanting to do for a while. This week, I gave a special shout out to both of you and to collaboration for the work that you do. Thank you for inspiring me to pursue my own creative passion. I know you're both extremely busy working on Collaboration Star. Best of luck with the show and your many other projects from David Chang. And his question is, actually, before we go into that, um, I took a listen to his podcast, and like it's a very sweet shout-out. So Aww, I'll play it for you I I want to
1: listen to it. Thank you, David.
0: Um, his podcast is called What Just Happened. It's kind of a narrative um, podcast where he goes in-depth into a subject. So I listened to his first episode, which is about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And I think I learned more than I've read like, awesome. Yeah, more about Black the movement than I've like read uh, in the news. I
1: must it's listen. It's a very
0: unbiased, very very thorough report. But good job, David. Um, his question mm-hmm. to us is: um, If you did have time to produce more podcasts, what would they be about? And so, before I answer, because I have a lot of ideas in my head, I want to ask our guests, uh, Mooks and May, mm-hmm. like if you guys, you know, if you guys were to do a podcast, what kind of podcast would you guys? I
2: ain't produce? telling David
1: shit because David's <laughs> gonna steal my idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm kidding. Intellectual property, you guys. This is a gold mine. I'm kidding. Waiting.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I think I would like to do a pod. Well, I, I had a podcast, and it was called. It was called oh. The Interpreters. Um, it was with NPR, nice uh, Minnesota Public Radio. Um, and that was just uh, we just talked about random things about culture and our our interpretations of things. You know, we talked about crows, whatever, whatever we felt like talking about. <laughs> um, the gold standard, whatever. Nice. But if I were to have my own. Um, I would like to do a horror podcast because I really I like I like scary stories. I'm intrigued by serial killers and um their motives and things like that. I'm also intrigued. I love science fiction and I, you know, would want to talk about um Asian Americans and science fiction. One of the reasons why I'm, I was upset about Glenn is because uh when you look at speculative fiction and science fiction and fantasy, you really don't see um asians in there very much right. i mean you have star trek you just have the one you just have sulu you know and you mm. you know it's uh, anyways but i think that's what i would do and i also might do a podcast giving giving out um refugee life hacks tips nice. i think that would be a fun one life um, hacks for
1: refugees wow i love
3: it yeah yeah awesome um i would do i my sister and i are actually going to start a, podcast or web series next week actually as soon as the show is done uh it's called the lazy drama queens where we just talk (laughs) about dramas that we're watching and uh actually give people tips about things like i mean what's amazing about you know the thing about america is that they don't really cater to asian women like in terms of makeup skincare they don't really cater to us so it's fascinating learning what people are doing in korea and china and japan and you know, trying out stuff and
0: you giving bring, people tips here. You should bring Minji on as a guest. She has a lot to say about those topics.
3: I've lost the yeah. about <laughs> lots of things. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> you, you're going to come talk about the skin whitening Oh my <laughs> no. god. But she has uh, uh, no.
0: about like I don't know stuff yeah. to, I even mean like. No, definitely. Know we, need, about.
3: No, we need guests. We need guests, and uh, and we need Korean people <laughs> to validate us too. So I'm, all, <laughs> okay. I'm here for you, but, uh, May. But, Yes, but. It, it, It'll be a fun show, just to vent and try to. Our goal is to become famous so that we can get invited to the Drama Fever Awards and take on as guests. <laughs> oh, that's just sure
1: thing, nice dude. That can happen so easily. Yeah. You're you already put it on the universe; it's going to manifest. It's happening right now. Oh, is, yes, yeah.
3: yes, invite me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you guys?
0: So we have a couple that I've been working on, a couple ideas. Since we have this set up, we can you know, really produce anything I want. It's just a matter of buying bandwidth. Um, something that I've wanted to do for a while is a, like a recap podcast. So like, we'll watch like TV shows or movies or Asian American movies or whatever, and then we'll talk about it. I don't know. Just like, uh, what did you think? Because there's a lot of cool stuff coming out right now. And you know, there's, you know we want to be a way to discuss and deconstruct and talk about the deeper and maybe not so deep stuff about it. That's one idea. The, another idea is something that, because um, one of our most popular episodes has been Minji's dating advice podcast. So
2: <laughs> nice. I
0: figure let's just do an advice show where we just give bad mm. advice to people who write in. Yeah. yeah.
2: Bad advice.
0: Awesome advice. I don't know. I
2: think, I think Minji, I think you should do a podcast where you just, you give unsolicited advice. <laughs> I'm down. So you just find people, just, your, just find friends on your, your Facebook and just... <laughs> Just give them advices based on their statuses. You know,
0: there's a great podcast that I listen That's to. That's great called, um... idea. There's a great podcast list called My Brother and, Bro- my Brother and Me who are, one of the things you, they do but... is um,
1: care. they go
0: onto Yahoo Answers and just answer their questions.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's so many There's so many questions out there, go guys. The Quora. Go to Quora. There's, there's yeah. no end to the questions. Just go on Reddit and be like, what are people talking about? <laughs> what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. I think my my podcasts would be on, definitely one on relationships. I'm one of those, like, boy crazy girls. Like, I started liking boys and all that stuff since I was, like, four. So I have lots of Thoughts and experiences Under my belt And lots of And I have tons of uh, Guy friends That I've definitely Picked their brain They've come to me With asking for advice And stuff So a lot of exchanges Happened in the last 30 years To educate (laughs) my opinions But I have opinions I would go through Mm -hmm. like I feel like I would It'd be mean Because I wouldn't want To put anyone on blast But I feel like I would go through like a dating app and just critique. and just be like, what are you thinking? What kind of girls do you think you're gonna attract <laughs> right. with this profile? You know, what there was a there was a
0: right. uh, there was a second city improv show that was just that. Like they go on to OK Cubit and they like just make up skits mine. based on profiles It's a gold profiles. mine yeah. yeah. No,
1: there's so much we could do with that. <laughs> um that would be like a comedy thing, but it would still be real life advice. i would be like yeah. no stop with a car selfie and you're not looking at the f- at the camera stop it because we, we we know it's a selfie and we know that you're sitting sitting there with a the camera holding it taking a selfie but you're acting like you're it's not there and that you're in a car and you're just like what are you doing anyway that would be one it would, it would be the, the, on timer it yeah would be the f- on timer.
0: <laughs> it would be the self-awareness intervention podcast
1: or like the burst you know what i mean they took like 20 just to see which angle. I wish you
0: know, something there. I really want to do also is I was, I was at the L.A. podcast festival a couple of weeks ago and there's a lot of like comedy podcasts in L.A. So we have a lot of friends who are really good at improv, really good at writing skits and stuff like that. So it's just like, what if we get people together and just see what happens?
1: Yeah. I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. I would, do like a, I would definitely do a leadership one. For women, I would love to talk about entrepreneur, like get guests on, talk about entrepreneurship, like real shit that women have to deal with. Because there's a lot of things that I've had to deal with, like names that I've been called and ways that I've been treated that were not overtly hostile or anything like that, but definitely like just insinuating that I'm I'm extra special or don't belong. Mm. And a lot of Asia, yo
2: Yo Asia, yo (laughs) Asia, yo Asia, can you make these copies?
1: They no actually I would go to work happy hour and they would send me to the bar I don't really drink that much they're like we should send her to the bar to get the drinks because she'll get extra alcohol whatever
0: like stupid shit like like, that I didn't know you could be so outspoken
1: yeah things like oh my god you know anyway that would be one for sure
0: yeah long story short David we have a lot of ideas and no, maybe (laughs) once we get more like time time is the problem here we have more time maybe we'll, we'll, we'll we'll we will look into producing more maybe just as a producer I have other people do it but um, there's more to come from the collaboration podcast network or whatever
1: <laughs> or whatever <laughs> um,
0: alright thanks for joining us guys again um, if they want to if people want to follow what you guys do um, again um, their the website for their show if you're in the Midwest Minnesota St. Paul Twin Cities area or you know all around there um, is the mong dot play.com or the reverse laomongfriendshipplay.com I guess that works too it's what I've heard mm-hmm. Where can people find your other stuff? Like, are you guys on the Twitters, Instagram, Snapchat? Um, I'm
2: better yeah. on Facebook. Okay. I'm on, uh, if you just Google my name, no. Um, <laughs> on Twitter, I'm Refugenious. and Instagram, I'm also Refugenious. Uh, My website is saimukta, the
0: I feel like Refuginious should be your street name. That's amazing. Of Mooks.
1: No, yeah. Mooks. Well, I only, like, yeah, I like Mooks.
3: <laughs> Mooks is great at branding. I'm really yeah, good I mean, at branding and naming shit. Yeah, nice. She's the refugee genius and the lazy mong woman. Refugee so. genius could We're be very like refugee like. genius could yeah. be like
0: a um, like a clothing brand. I feel like.
3: Yeah, I think I'm
2: gonna make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> we got people in LA. You can talk Marvin, to Marvin. You and me, Marvin. All you all and right.
0: me. We're and make- David
3: Chang, don't steal that shit. <laughs> 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 you know, Mux is uh, kind of hood, David. So you know, you better watch
0: yourself So watch.
1: Out. watch. drive over <laughs> from Minnesota. <laughs> oh my god!
0: All right, thanks so much. Um, that's our podcast um, for Marvin, Minji, Moksen, May. Um, thanks for joining us, and we will see you guys next week.
3: Thanks, guys.
0: Right, Thank bye. you. Yeah,
3: four M's. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> bye. All right. All right peace. Cool. <laughs> bye.
0: Thanks, guys.